Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Show here on the fan 680 and 937 as we start this Thursday. Where'd that rain go, man? Looks like a much nicer day outside. Glad you're tuning in here. We're live from the Battery Atlanta on the fan 680 and 937, streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Gotta love the app. You can listen anywhere, anytime. And you gotta love Beaver Direct. Fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car. Visit BeaverToyotaOfComing.com and see what wow really means. 10 o'clock hour on the show. Brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group. Your champions of personal injury law. You need to win your personal injury case. Go to Championship Law. Dot com. Road Dog, DT in the house. Let's get it started. Bucks. Big. Take. Apparently, Stetson Bennett has passed on the opportunity to perform for NFL personnel and coaches at the Senior Bowl next week. Chris Mortensen told us yesterday on this show that Jim Nagy, the head of the Senior Bowl, uh, finally offered... Stetson that opportunity, and reportedly Stetson and his people declined. Why? Well, that's the million-dollar question. Reasonable to believe that Stetson was irritated with the the last-minute invitation. I mean, they waited forever to throw the invitation out there, and that had to be a little embarrassing and probably made Stetson look bad. I mean, take a look at the list of the quarterbacks that got an offer over a month ago. Why are they waiting so long to give Stetson his invitation? So he could have been annoyed by that. I know I would have. It could be Stetson decided that he needed some downtime after a physically and emotionally draining two-year championship run. No reason to go if you're not prepared to show off the best of what you have to offer. Maybe that was it. Stets people told the Senior Bowl people that he was going to pass on the opportunity and prep for the combine. Now, I don't believe this is going to affect his draft status. Missing out on the Senior Bowl. There's plenty of great video out there of Stets and Bennett for NFL scouts to study. So missing the Senior Bowl will not not impact his draft status, if you ask me. Stetson does miss out on an opportunity to get in front of NFL coaches and personnel guys in meetings. Maybe start to form these relationships. But I guess that can wait. He can do that down the road. Louisville's Malik Cunningham accepted the final quarterback spot. 404-231-1680, the number you want to jump in here and talk about. Stetson Bennett passing on the Senior Bowl. Now, I was uh, reading some of the other reports circulating out there on uh, the Internet uh, on this subject, and 
you know, there was um, one report saying that they had had conversations about playing. That there was never an official invitation that came down. Semantics is what that is. Sure, they were talking about, are you going to play if we invite you? Uh, Stetson and his people responding, I don't know, why'd you wait so long to invite me? You're making me look bad. What's the deal with that? I agree with you, Buck. I think the biggest thing he's missing out on here is the opportunity to get in front of NFL coaches and NFL execs, talk with them, meet with them, get let them get to know him to help improve his draft stack. I mean, he, there is so much game film uh, over the last two years against top quality opponents, and uh, that, that's not needed. When that's not what he's going to get uh, value out of the Senior Bowl. He's going to be able to show off his talents at the Combine and, the, and Georgia's Pro Day. So he's going to have those other opportunities. But, man, I really would have considered that going for no other reason than to get into the front of those uh, in, in those meetings. Sort of like Hendon Hooker's doing. He's not going to practice. He can't Hendon, play. Hendon Hooker is not going to play. Hendon Hooker accepted the invitation to go down and start getting in front of these NFL executive types. Start, start getting used to those uh, meetings and that setting and know what to expect. Form some relationships. Who knows? I mean, you might have been able to get in front of somebody that had a positive first impression and decide, you know what, if the opportunity arises during the draft, we're going to take that guy. Now, it doesn't mean he can't do this later. I mean, Lord knows, there'll be a ton of interviews going down at the Combine. For sure, and they'll come, and I'm sure all pro teams day. will be re- uh, uh, in attendance at Georgia's Pro Day, and they'll talk to him there. Yeah, but a missed opportunity there. I, again, I, because of the video that's out there, the quality uh, of tape, the Sun Stetson Bennett playing in these big-time games against big-time teams. I mean, they got all the video they could use over the two-year period. And the last thing you want to do is go down there not on top of your game, physically and emotionally drained. You know, I think that's uh, understandable with what he's been through here. But I just don't understand why they waited so long to offer up the chance to come on down there and play. That's the thing that would have annoyed me. What are we waiting on? Seriously. Why are you waiting so long? I mean, you got the guy from Fresno State, got his invitation back in December. Where was mine? You know, we got the guy from BYU. We sent his invitation out back in December. Where was mine? Got the kid playing at the uh, sub-level of major college football. He got his invitation. A dude went to Shepherd College, got his invitation back in early December. Where was my invitation? And this idea that they're waiting around on Will Levis to decide whether he was going to come to the Senior Bowl or not. Sort of a lame excuse, if you ask me. I mean, what's, what's Jim uh, Nagy in the Senior Bowl doing? Do you want the guy down there or not? Why'd you wait so long? 404-231-1680, the number. We taking a call here, guys? I, I don't see a list. Okay. All right, so uh, we'll move on from that. Uh, I got an email yesterday from one of our listeners. Jimmy Wilkes is his name, and he said, Buck, 
Uh, why don't you send in your resume for the Braves play-by-play announcer with Chip Carey leaving to take the St. Louis Cardinals job? And, you know, yesterday here at 680 The Fan, I heard multiple guys talking about how qualified they were to get that job that Chip Carey had. I mean, we had uh, BJ was walking around saying he was the most qualified anybody in here. He'd call baseball games at the high school level. And by golly, he should be considered. BJ would do a great job. Any of the games during spring training here on The Fan, they needed somebody, BJ was ready. And I don't doubt that. Anyway, Jimmy Wilkes says, uh, Buck, you would be great at this. Please apply for the job. You have a great voice. Hey, thank you very much. And you have pro baseball knowledge and experience. Jimmy Wilkes. Now, you know, read this email, and I, I started thinking, you know what? The Braves are going to be overwhelmed, I'm sure, with uh, resumes that are going to be flying in. But a few years back, Braves gave me and old Kincaid the opportunity to call some of the Braves spring training games. And I had some of those calls. And I thought, you know what, maybe, maybe Jimmy Wilkes is right. So last night, I've put my resume together. I've got some samples of the calls, uh, our call the Braves game uh, down in spring training a few years ago. And I wanted you to hear this and get want to get your feedback. 404-231-1680. I've got this ready to send over to the Braves today. Should I do it? Or should I throw it back in the box? I think we've got a call with Freddie Freeman queued up. Let's see. Freddie with a big swing on the first offering. And that ball's going to get out of here. Freeman, a solo blast to lead off the third inning for the Braves. A high-towering shot to deep right center field. Comes down right next to the light pole out there. Hit it at least 395-400. And we've got us a tie ball game at one. Now, it is a little bit dated when you hear a play-by-play call of Chipper Jones. But I thought it was a lot better than the one with Nate McLeod. Let's hear that one. 1-1 one, one pitch. Fastball driven deep to left center. The ballpark will not hold it. Over the scoreboard, the ESPN Wide World of Sports scoreboard as the fireworks go off. Chipper plays long ball. Here in the bottom of the first, a three-run bomb. Buck, I got to be honest. Those are pretty good calls. I like that. So send it over, you think? Send it over, man. I mean, stranger things I'm hate, to, hate to lose you. Can you still do this? Because we'd hate to lose you here on the Buck Blue show. But, I mean, Braves Nation needs a good play-by-play guy. Yeah, so. I might be able to do both. <laughs> we'll, we, we can work it out, yeah. Yeah, so those were real live game action. You know, Kincaid was pretty quiet. He was so nervous going in to do that. I could barely, it was the only time in my 20 years with Kincaid I could barely get a word out of him. He got quiet as a church mouse. Chris joins us on the fan. Chris, welcome to the Buck and, uh, Buck Palusha. What's going on, buddy? A class act and a gentleman and a scholar. Hey, thanks, brother. What are you thinking? For the Braves. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Apply. All right. I'll vote for you. Send it on over. <laughs> Will do. All right. 
Thanks so much. We appreciate you chiming in. Yeah, I'm not the only one, Buck. Sound like a quality call for me. Well, yeah, I've done some of this. I mean, I don't like going around, you know, talking about it all the time. But and you yeah, know your baseball as a this former is not professional baseball player? Well, yeah, and that's not brought up very much either at the station. Played some professional baseball back in the day. Pretty productive for those dogs back then, too. Yeah, we, we had some good moments over there playing baseball at Georgia. Won a state championship in baseball at Valdosta, the only one they've ever won. Well, it sounds like you put your name in the ring, bug, Buck, so maybe we can get a little buzz going, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, just in case Ingram makes the jump over to Bally's, and then that would open up the job. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll send it on over. I'll let you know how that goes, what kind of feedback I get back from our Atlanta Braves. Coming back on the other side, we're going to hang out with former Auburn Tiger quarterback that has gotten a promotion, man. He's going to be the new Auburn Tigers radio network analyst. Jason Campbell joins me next here on the Buck Palooza Show. On the fan, 680 and 93.7. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. to the Buck Blue Show, live from the Battery Atlanta, here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Want you to check out Buck's Beat Podcast. Episode 80 has dropped. And it is a breakdown of the Atlanta Braves shortstop competition. Take a look at Vaughn Grissom competing with Orlando Arcia down in spring training. Uh, Mark Lemke hangs out. We break it down. So we transition over to Braves baseball with the podcast. You can check out all of our podcasts at thepodcastpark.com, brought to you by Associated Credit Union. And if you hear the promo, you hear about all the other podcasts that are out there. But uh, Bucks Beat just dropped yesterday, so talking some Braves baseball. Right now, though, let's head to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Bring on Jason Campbell, former Auburn quarterback and now the new Auburn Sports Network color analyst. JC, man, congratulations on the new gig. Hey, appreciate it, Buck. Uh, thank you. Thank you a lot. Uh, it's kind of been a, a grooming situation for me. You know, Stan was uh, was tremendous at what he did for 22 years. And, and you know, I started working with the network back in 2016 as the, uh, as the pregame, one of the pregame hosts and also the halftime analysis uh, person. And, you know, they came to me a couple weeks before the season was over and, you know, Stan said he wanted to spend more time with his family, and his, and he has the kids that are entering to high school, and he wanted to be around a little bit more. And you know, they came to me with the offer uh, to take over the color analyst role, and uh, I told them give me a little time to talk over with my wife and family, and uh, because that's going to require your weekends. And uh, but you no, know, it, it was a great decision. It was a unanimous decision uh, to to do it because the simple fact that it's Auburn. We love Auburn. 
Um, I like being close to the program. I like um, being able to be in that press box and, and feel closer to the game again. It's almost the closest thing you're going to get to suiting up to playing, uh, being able to be involved in every play, uh, doing the play-by-play. Yeah, and I was texting with Stan over the last couple of days about that 22-year run and basically just saying, Stan, great job over the 22 years. He called, was a part of calling 250 games from 2001 to 2022. And uh, he says, man, he is so happy you're going to take over and you're going to do a great job. And, and I was blown away when I realized that it'll be uh, you, Stan White, and Charlie Trotman, who did it from 1980 to 2000, so three radio color analysts for Auburn football in 43 years. And that's pretty impressive right there. Longevity, you're going to be doing this thing for a while. <laughs> yeah, like I say, I'm the newcomer, so I recently just got married, so I don't have kids yet. And by the time we do have kids and they get old enough to be involved on the weekends, it will give me an opportunity to do it for a while. Um you know, people also forget that Pat Sullivan actually did it for a couple of years. We went back and did the research, and so now we're the, I'm the fourth because uh, Pat Sullivan, he did it for a couple of years, and he was a Heisman Trophy winner at Auburn and played quarterback and uh, as well. So, you know, it's been a – it's kind of like the quarterback's award, uh, uh, Blue, you know, you yeah. think about it. Uh, it's kind of like the Heisman Trophy. It seemed to be only given to the quarterbacks, and I think the – the color analyst roles kind of go goes in that same direction, but a lot of it is all about knowing the game and the ins and outs and being able to relay what you see in from the press box and giving the fans the insight of things that you learn throughout the years and things that, you know, you pay attention to on the field that they may not know as much, you know, uh, when they're watching the game, make them watch the game a little bit differently than this time they see certain things or giving them anticipation of what to expect in certain situations on the field. So, it's a it's a great opportunity. It's a great platform, and I don't take it lightly. I'm I'm completely honored uh, to be in this position. Yeah, and it's twofold in my opinion. One, as a quarterback, you know the entire game. You know offense. You know defense. You know the coaching aspect, game planning, play calling, anticipating what the defense is going to do scheme wise, and then the other thing is that you've got that name recognition these these Auburn Tiger fans know exactly who you are with the success you had over at Auburn what's that atmosphere of the Tiger fan base right now is Hugh Freeze rallying the fan base right now how do you how do you see it out there Oh, yeah, it's it's, a, it's like a different atmosphere. Uh, you know, Auburn has struggled the last two years, let's just be honest. And, you know, Cadillac Williams took over the last four games last year, 2022 season, and he kind of got that Auburn family, that Auburn spirit going back in the right direction, getting people uh, back feeling strong about the program. And then you go and you hire Hugh Freeze, a guy that's been a part of the SEC uh, before, who's won in the SEC, and know what it takes to, to compete at the highest level. And that's recruiting. And as soon as he got the job, day one, he did his press conference. But that night, he was on a flight going to see recruits because he understands that in order to win in this league, the the beat the Georgias, the LSUs, the Tennessees, the Bamas, like you got to have guys that can go out there and execute and guys that can go out there and give you an opportunity to win games. It's still a player's game at the end of the day. And and, I, and he gets and then coaching staff that he's put together are all relationships that he's had before, guys that he's coached with. And then he go get Coach Montgomery on offensive side as the coordinator. He go get uh, Coach Roberts, who's the defensive coordinator. Both of those guys worked together at Baylor before. So they have 
similarity and camaraderie together. So he put together a really good staff, and he kept a lot of he kept some of the Auburn guys that was on that staff in Cadillac and Zach Etheridge and you know Kendall Simmons being around and Trevon Reed. So he kept some guys that that are big in our program that knows what it's like to be an Auburn man, know what it's like to go out there and play uh, on a Saturday and 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 to put it all out there on the field. Man, I was so impressed with the job Carnell Williams did, Check uh, stepping in after uh, Harson exited. Uh, Carnell, that was so impressive, man, watching him take charge. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was a real moment for us as guys that played with him. You know, he was one of my, my teammates and he's a friend to this day. And, you know, he got the job. There's so many expectations that, that come with that because people just think because you played the game that – automatically you just gonna go out there and everyone's just gonna light it up. You <laughs> know, it just doesn't work that way. But he did such a tremendous job uh galvanizing these guys, getting them to believe in that they can win again, getting them to be accountable to each other, uh, teaching them about relationships. You know, that's something that's kinda of getting lost with with so much stuff now about money and different things. But teaching them to understand relationships and then the integrity of playing for one another. And that's the thing. It got the fan base, who's a three and football team, facing another three and team at the time against Texas A and M and there was a sold out crowd. You know, that's just unheard of. And it just goes to show you that you're a part of the Auburn family. If you love Auburn, Auburn's gonna love you back. And him being a big part of that family, you know, people showed that. And they showed out to support these kids. And that was the right momentum that we needed to head into this offseason to turn things around because we've been able to sign, you know, the top two transfer portal class, which is very important. And then you've been able to jump from 60-something in recruiting to now you're top 15 uh, with our signing class that we just had this year. So, you know, things are looking on the up. We got a new facility. We got a lot of new things going on. And, you know, everyone's excited. And we call this talking time of the season. But everyone wants to know who's going where and who's starting and all this. But that's why you got spring football. And I know these guys are chomping at the bit to get out there, especially these new guys that just got there, to, to try to put their emphasis and stint on this program. Talking all Auburn football with Jason Campbell on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. So, uh, you know, keeping track of Auburn and that transfer portal, man, it's been, uh, you know, a full-time job just tracking that. No quarterback joining the group. How do you foresee this quarterback competition going down in the spring? You got Robbie Ashford back in the starter from a year ago. Uh, the kid from B.C. and Savannah is at Griner. Hank Brown coming in, Dilfer's quarterback from Nashville. How do you see this thing going? Yeah, I know everyone was asking about that, uh, Blue, you know, about the quarterback situation. There were some names out there, you know, Derrick Leary and McCall Kid, and then you heard about uh, Spencer, uh, the kid from Oklahoma State. But, you know, you weren't able to get either one of those guys. And then, you know, one of them we didn't offer. Uh, but at the same time, I think Coach Freeze is just looking at it like, I'm going to get someone to come in. You know, it has to be someone that we feel like it can really, like, take this team to another level, uh, like, immediately he, as soon as he walks in that door. Uh, but you, if you're not able to get that guy, you feel like you didn't want to go that direction, whatever it was, you come back to that room and you look and you say, what do we have? You do have a guy, Robbie Asher, who's a elusive athlete. He has things you can't coach, and that's speed and athleticism. And he has that to be able to elude the pocket and, and create plays uh, when the pocket breaks down. Things he needs to work on is pocket presence, arm angles, uh, being more accurate down the field. And, uh, and going through his progressions. Now, Freeze has done a really good job over the past. You know, he had Malik Willis that transferred from Auburn to Liberty. 
and he was able to turn him into a, a draft pick uh, in the NFL. So I'm pretty sure Robbie had to be excited when he saw him get the job and come through the door because of his accolades that he that he's that he's done in the past with quarterbacks. But at the same time, if you're holding Gurner, you was a all American coming out of high school and last year you redshirted. So, you know, people have have forgotten about this kid. And, you know, he's a kid to keep your eye out on because everybody I talk to, they rave about his arm talent, his arm ability, his pocket awareness and different things like that. So, you know, he's a guy that he, he doesn't have experience, but he's going to compete against Robbie uh, in the spring. And like I said, the other guys are pretty much young guys. So it's not a lot of experience in that room. And I think that kind of concerns Coach a little bit just because, you know, Robbie's the only guy that has a lot of experience. And uh, and he benefited last year with TJ being hurt, with um, Calzada not suiting up. So he got valuable experience uh, throughout that year. And it's going to be someone's job in the spring and it may go over to the summer a little bit, but it's definitely going to be a competition at the position and uh, we'll see how everything will unfold. Jason Campbell, the new Auburn sports network color analyst on the football broadcast, friend of the show. Save us some time during the football season, man. We'll look forward to having you on. Yeah. Appreciate it. Blue. I definitely come on for you. No problem. Thanks so much for your time, man. We appreciate you. Jason Campbell joining us today on the Hobson and Hobson newsmaker line really impressive guys had a ton of success over at auburn highly respected by the tiger football nation great to have him on let's talk a little nfl football in the top five the best in college football and the nfl it's time for buck baloo's top five Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, Buck, it's an NFL top five. And as we look ahead to Championship Sunday, we can't start or we can't start without Patrick Mahomes. All eyes on Patrick Mahomes' ankle. So he was at practice yesterday. Let's hear from Patrick Mahomes first, Buck, and get his uh Get his status coming into the week. Uh, I think we'll see throughout the week. Uh, I haven't got got to go out and practice yet and put myself in those positions. Uh, I've done limited stuff, kind of in a a small uh, small kind of box of what I can do. But uh, I'll push it a little bit today, and then and the next day, and then the next day again, and see what I can do. That not reaggravate the injury, obviously, but uh, to push it to see what, I, what I'll be able to do on Sunday. All right, Buck, give us a translation. What does that mean from Patrick Mahomes? We're going to see him on Sunday, and what kind of Patrick Mahomes, what version of Patrick Mahomes will we see? Yeah, the translation on ready to go. Well, my translation is, look, he went out and, and did practice after he met with the media yesterday. So he was at practice. So I'm kind of hopping around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's out there moving around a little bit. I will admit, Buck, wouldn't you say he looks better than you would have expected, or at least for me? Yeah, there wasn't a bad limp going on there, but they... A little bit of video we saw was at the beginning where he's just sort of jumping around a little yeah. bit, moving around. But you know what it allows? To, it allows the teammates to see you dressed out on the field. So now the teammates are saying, okay, hey, our guy's going to be ready, man. He's out here on a Wednesday. Yes, sirree. So it helps a football team in their mindset. And then you're able to evaluate where he's at. Look, he was not busting it out at practice yesterday. He, you know, the... 
tentative, uh, just trying to see how far he could push it without any pain going on. And probably see how it reacts, right, with I swelling mean, and Yeah, he's spending room. more time getting treatment and rehab than he is out there running around on the football field. Were you field. kind of surprised to see him on the practice field yesterday? Well, I think they just wanted to see where he was at. Yeah. You know, he was... He wasn't pushing it out there the little bit I saw. So a, a full participant in Wednesday's practice, I, I sort of giggle at that. Yeah, he, he was he out there. He was far from going full speed. <laughs> he was on the field. So, All right, well, we'll keep an eye on uh, on Patrick Mahomes ahead of Sunday's games. We'll move over to the NFC, Buck, and the Eagles. What am I hearing this? Uh, this is a news to me. Are you, are you going to claim that... Wide receiver A.J. Brown is a diva? Has he been getting some uh, flack from folks? Well, he plays wide receiver, right? So he must be a diva? I don't don't see that. I don't see that from A.J. Brown. He says no. Uh, One of the members of the media asked him about this yesterday, and he said no. But, But he did step up and say this. I can change the game. Get me the ball so I can get locked in. Is he lying, Buck? Well, no, I, I got so no either. issues with any of that. I'm a big AJ Brown fan. No, I do have an issue when you come back to the sideline and you know you start causing some drama on the sideline between series. Yeah, yelling you at don't your see offensive any coordinator of that from AJ Brown. Uh, get me the ball, and I, I do believe this is as hard for a receiver to get really get locked in in a game if the ball's not coming his way. So get him involved early. Get him the ball early. Let him get locked in, and then he, he does have the talent to change the game. There's no doubt about that. And he gets involved in the running, bang, running game, uh, Buck. He's a great blocker and shows a lot of effort out there. Yeah, so. I, I don't think he's a diva, but a lot of these wide receivers are. That's, that's usually true. All right, Buck, as we look at, ahead to Sunday's games, give us a name of a breakout player that you see, as you would say. You call them players. Playa. Maybe somebody we're not talking about that I have a, a big impact on Sunday. Well, I'm going to go with Kansas City running back Isaiah Pacheco. Okay. Man, he's explosive. Have you seen this dude? He was running that ball last Sunday, and they need to ride him. This KC offensive line is really good with the run blocking. Everybody's trying to stop the passing game, but they are really good running the ball. Mahomes is hurting, so I would imagine Mahomes is going to be asked to do less which means you're asking the running back to do more. I've been impressed with Isaiah Pacheco. Five yards a carry he's given him. Now, he hits that hole fast, man, maybe too fast. Patience, they need to preach to him. But look out for Pacheco, man. He's a potential breakout star. And with McKinnon catching the ball out of the backfield, Buck, I could see a, a few extra dump-offs to the running backs and tight ends this week with Mahomes not being himself. All right, Buck. We're talking about the moving on to the, talk about the Cowboys, or excuse me, the 49ers on the other side of the NFC Championship. Yeah, those Cowboys are out. Poor, poor Cowboys. Uh, and when we look at the 49ers, Buck, what stands out on offense, the playmakers, Debo, McCaffrey, George Kittle. How many are, right, give us an over under right, right here. How many touches for the big three for the 49ers being Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle over under on the touches on Sunday. Well, the Belushio research staff came up with this. They crunched the numbers, Samuel, McCaffrey, and Kittle during uh, the season and the two playoff games. If you add up all the touches, they average the three of them total an average of 30 touches a game. Whew. Now, this is the biggest game of the season. You're going into hostile territory in Philadelphia. 
They need more than 30 touches, these three guys. So I think the over and under may be 30. I'm going over on that number. They need to touch it more than a combined 30 times in this game. That's a lot. And, yeah, Shanahan. Well, that's an average now of all the games up until this point. Biggest game of the year. I say you got to give it to them more than that. There you go. Well, Shanahan and Purdy are distributing the ball, finding ways to get it to their playmakers. All right, Buck, now finally closing out top five. We'll talk about a little draft. Kuyper comes out. Mel Kuyper with the mock draft yesterday. He's got four quarterbacks going in the top ten. Woo! What do you think about that, Buck? How many you got? Uh, I got two. Just two going in the top yeah, ten. I got All two. Right. I, now, this is the beginning of the process. It's what Mel's on. But And I know there's some quarterback desperate organizations out there. The Texans, the Raiders, the Colts, the Panthers. They're all desperate for a quarterback. But I've only got Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud rated as a top 10 quarterback. Levis, I think he goes somewhere between 11 and 20, somewhere in there. And I don't look at Anthony Richardson as a guy that's going to go in the first round. So I'm going to say two go in the top 10. But there's your top Woo! five. Top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. All right, it's time for the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, far sideline, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Some big news coming out of Athens. The 2023 Georgia Bulldog team has officially started off-season strength and conditioning workouts. And let me tell you, they push you to the limit during this off-season program. These boys are in there working hard. It got started yesterday. I think they even put out a little hype video regarding this, but... They push you to the absolute limit in these strength and conditioning workouts. Got underway yesterday, so the 23 season is underway. Hey, speaking of Mel Kuyper Jr., did you see he's got Jalen Carter going number one to the Chicago Bears in the upcoming NFL draft? That would make it two years in a row that the Bulldogs would have a defensive lineman going number one in the draft. Now, I don't think Jalen Carter's going number one. I think we'll see somebody make a deal there and, and grab one of these two top-rated quarterbacks. But pretty impressive there, Jalen Carter, the love he's getting around uh, leading into this NFL draft. Broderick Jones, Kuyper, has going 16th to that Washington football team who had a great year and a little bit under the radar. Had a fabulous year over there at left tackle protecting Stetson Bennett and getting that running back uh, group going there in the run game. And then Adam Rittenberg of ESPN has come out with an article uh, talking about next year's college football season. He's got Brock Bowers, the top-rated player in college football in 2023. Be hard to argue that one. Look, he's one of the best college, most complete college football players I've ever seen. Yeah, and he does a really good job of that commercial, the NIL deal. You hear it on 680 The Fan all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think Bowers is doing an excellent job there. Come back on the other side, say what? Got some big-time news out there we'll hit. You got the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7.
spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Show here on the fan. Appreciate you hanging Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. If you get that fan app, though, you can listen anywhere, anytime to the show. We appreciate that. 680 The Fan, we got our 30th anniversary going on, and we want to hook up the listeners out there backing us up all these years. We've got a six night, seven course golf vacation, courtesy of 680 The Fan. And America's Golf Island, Hilton Head Island, up for grabs. Ultimate prize pack includes a six night golf villa stay for four at Palmetto Dunes Oceanfront Resort and seven rounds of golf for your foursome at some of the country's and the region's top courses, including Harbor Town Golf Links. And thanks to our friends at Infinity of Gwinnett, our grand prize winner also gets to drive to Hilton Head in style with a brand new QX80. Plenty of room for your foursome and your golf clubs. Check out their luxury vehicles at infinityofgwinnett.com. Enter now, man. Time's limited. Go to 680thefan.com slash 30 before February 3rd to enter and uh, get your chance to win. There's some things popping out there. Let's see what's going on. Say what? Say what? Say what again? Say what? Say what? Yeah, say what? Sean Payton. My goodness. No team has scheduled a second interview with the former Saints head coach. Now, coming into this process, he was regarded as the number one guy on the market. And I've got three reasons why he's still on the market. Number one, big ego. That's what Sean Payton has. Number two, he wants total control. I mean, how many of these 32 organizations want to give up, give the coach total control as far as personnel and drafting and free agency? Let me just say zero. And then number three, Obviously, these teams with Peyton still under contract with the Saints, they've got to give up way too much to get Sean Payton in there to coach their football team. Sean Payton looks like he's going to be stuck in that Fox analyst role during the NFL season. And, you know, when they have that whole gang up in there, Terry Bradshaw, Jimmy Johnson, Howie Long, that whole crew, Peyton just sits there. They don't even ask him. He's just... He's just sitting there, man. That's got to be burning him up, too. Is his uh, $20 million price tag that he kind of laid out there, is that maybe pushing some teams away, too? Yeah, like for four years. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, he's probably embarrassed with all this. And then how about say what? Saw this overnight. MLB Network 
has listed the top 10 second basemen in Major League Baseball today. No Ozzy Albies. They don't have Ozzy Albies in the top 10. I saw a different list that had Ozzy pretty high. I think this is crazy talk, man. I mean, they've got Altuve one, McNeil two, is it Jimenez three, Simeon four, low five, Polanco six, Donovan seven, Marte eight, Wong nine, Torres ten. No Ozzy Albies. Now, how can that be? This is the MLB network. They should know better than this. I just don't get it. Say what? That is crazy, man. I've got, like, Aussie uh, top three on my list. Guess the NLB, MLB Network saying, Baloo, you crazy. Crazy. All right, time for the final word. Uh, tomorrow on the show, Bulldog Roundtable. We've got the Georgia Bulldog head basketball coach, Mike White, will be with us. Road dog, right, Mike White, tomorrow? Yes, sir. I'm going to have to ask him about what happened in Knoxville last night. That got pretty ugly. Looking forward to having Coach on talking a little Bulldog basketball. We'll tell him how the uh, Baloo family made it over to Athens, see the Vanderbilt game, and we're going back. Great atmosphere. If you hadn't been over there and seen Georgia basketball recently, now's the time to go. You'll be stunned. Great job by Mike White getting this thing turned around quickly. All right, that's going to do it for the Buck Baloo Show today. I've got to go work on that uh, play-by-play Braves audition tape. I'll let you know how that works out. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nerny? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. 